Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Troubling numbers. We did predict this and we could have prevented it. Pushback for Trump Tulsa rally. The site of one of the worst race massacres in American history. Brianna's Law. All she wanted to do was save lives. She'll get to continue to do that. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Three months after Washington State and New York became coronavirus hotspots, new pandemic battle zones are emerging in other parts of the country where case numbers are rising and hospitals are filling up. Our CBS News team coverage begins with correspondent Carter Evans in Phoenix. We put the stay-at-home order there so we could prepare for what we are going through right now. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey said Thursday that despite the surge in new COVID-19 cases, his state is not in a worst-case scenario. I agree with him. We're okay right now. What I'm concerned about is three weeks from now. Former Arizona State Health Director Will Humble says some aren't taking the risks seriously as they come out of lockdown. He says without more mitigation like mandatory masks and more testing at nursing homes, the state's health system could be overwhelmed. It's like when you're looking at a disaster in slow motion, how can you not be frustrated? Arizona is one of at least 14 states where current hospitalizations have increased since Memorial Day. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Florida's nearly 1,700 cases reported yesterday were a new high. Governor Ron DeSantis claims more testing means more positives. To say that there's a spike, there's just never been a spike in Florida. Orange County Health Director Raul Pino disagrees. We are on our way up. There's no other way to describe it. Seminole County's Alan Harris says they went from two cases a day last week to 38 on Wednesday. If you look at the moving averages, this is definitely a spike. One community leader in Tulsa calls it a slap in the face. President Trump's plan to resume campaign rallies a week from today in Tulsa, scene of a 1921 race massacre, and it'll be held on what's known as Juneteenth, the date marking the end of slavery. Joe Biden noted it in Philadelphia. The first major massacre, literally speaking, of the uh, Black Wall Street, right, years ago. He's going to have a rally, and he doesn't wear a mask, and he doesn't think he's... I mean, come on. The campaign says it will not change the date despite the pushback. CBS's Nicole Killian tells us the president was on Fox News reacting to the killing that's had the nation in turmoil for weeks. More than eight minutes of uh, horror. That's eight minutes really of horror. It's a disgrace. In his first interview since George Floyd's death, President Trump condemned the incident, but he stood by law enforcement and defended his now controversial tweet in which he threatened the use of the military in Minnesota and said, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. It means two things, uh, very different things. 
One is, if there's looting, there's probably going to be shooting, and that's not as a threat. That's really just a fact, because that's what happens. And the other is, if there's looting, there's going to be shooting. And it's also used as a threat. It's used both ways. President Trump has threatened to send federal troops to Seattle, where demonstrators have seized control of a police precinct and six blocks around it. It is unconstitutional and illegal to send military to Seattle. Mayor Jenny Durkin told the president to, quote, go back to your bunker. There's an investigation in Chicago after video emerged of more than a dozen city police officers relaxing inside a burglarized congressional campaign office nearly two weeks ago while people nearby vandalized businesses. Mayor Lori Lightfoot says she's angry and disgusted. You're not serving or protecting when you make movie popcorn and put up your feet and lounge while your fellow officers are down the street getting the hell beaten out of them. Louisville, Kentucky is outlawing no-knock warrants. They allowed police to enter places without warning, and it's a result of the police killing of Breonna Taylor nearly three months ago. CBS's Jerika Duncan spoke with Taylor's mother. It means that she has saved someone else, and that's really the, the big thing here because this shouldn't have happened to her. With a unanimous vote late Thursday, the Louisville Metro Council passed Brianna's law, officially banning no-knock warrants countywide. Attorney Ben Crump. And the Brianna Taylor law is only the first step in getting justice. But these officers need to be terminated and charged for this unnecessary, unjustifiable killing. A 36-hour manhunt ended in Central California with the death of a 26-year-old suspect wanted for attacks that left four law enforcement people wounded. Sheriff Ian Parkinson. This was not a win. This was an end to something that we wish never happened. The only fortunate thing about it is the community is safe tonight. Also in California, a 38-year-old man's been charged with poisoning eight homeless people, then videotaping them as they went into seizures. Some ended up in the hospital. The Republican National Committee has picked Jacksonville for President Trump's convention acceptance speech. Florida is a big prize, perhaps the biggest battleground prize in November. He wants to be able to say and reaffirm the fact that he's moved to Florida. That's his home state. They've got to vote for their favorite son there, and this is a way to reinforce that message. Political analyst Leonard Steinhorn, party business, including discussions on the platform, will still take place in Charlotte. The video app company Zoom says it suspended the accounts of two U.S.-based activists and one in Hong Kong at the request of the Chinese government. This happened around the time of the Tiananmen Square anniversary. Zoom says they've been reinstated and won't take action like that outside of China again. Meantime, Twitter says it's removed more than 170,000 accounts linked to a Chinese disinformation campaign targeting Hong Kong and the U.S. Well, futures markets point to a bounce back after yesterday's stock wipeout. The Dow lost more than 1,800 points due to economic fears tied to the pandemic. Market analyst Eugene Peroni says it was the worst day for Wall Street in three months. I don't think we're going to see the volatility like we saw in March. Uh, there was certainly tremendous uncertainties at that time. And it's not to say that there aren't some uncertainties today, but I think that a lot of those uncertainties are now being corralled.
A renowned chef has whipped up something special to keep people safe in an era of social distancing. Celebrity chef Alain Ducasse has come up with a way to allow diners to pack into his tiny restaurant in Paris, hopefully without putting themselves at higher risk of COVID-19. He's installed a ventilation system at Allard that features metal pipes, filters, and diffusers that slow down the speed of air particles 20 times. The idea is to allow time to suck them away before they can spread to the next table. Filters are decorated with Parisian inspired scenes like pigeons and clouds. Allard has been closed since March. The system cost about $56,000 to install. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The NFL says it's committing $250 million over the next decade to social justice initiatives targeting systemic racism. Some of that money was raised by the league's Inspire Change program. That's the Roundup, produced by Matt Cherry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail. Or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.